Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Hey, hey guys, we are back to a normal kind of pattern this week with today's episode, like normal Friday's episode, back to parenthood. But thank you to all of those who listened for the last week to the COVID border stories. Um, It just was important for me. I wanted to do my part to raise awareness and thank you to everyone that listened. I know a lot of you did. You're excited to have an episode every day. And of course, all the visuals were on YouTube as well. Don't forget that um, I don't always record the visuals. Usually it's just audio. Um, But for last week, all of the episodes, um, you could also see them and watch them, which was a little bit extra fun. Okay, so today I want to talk about, I cannot help but talk about the the Freedom Day that just happened a couple of days ago. I think it was Monday of this week in New South Wales. Um, being such an um, important event, world event, well, obviously that for us is an Australian event happening in our own country, I thought it was really important for us to have a think and a discussion about this. Um, I've called today the irony of Freedom Day. I just want to explore exactly what it was, what I think about it, what's going on. Um, so Freedoms on Monday in New South Wales, which by the way, they've been on a lockdown now for 106 days straight. Okay, I if you are listening and you're in New South Wales, honestly, I don't know how you did that, but um, you guys are amazing. That is, you know, over three months worth of a straight lockdown. Um, And then today, well, Monday, sorry, was declared Freedom Day. So what that meant was only the vaccinated, okay, were allowed to go and do a lot more, you know, they're allowed out of lockdown basically. So bars, restaurants, pubs, shops, gyms, hairdressers finally reopened. Um, visitors were allowed into nursing homes and aged care facilities, and people across much of the state could also welcome fully vaccinated guests into their homes. Now, according to one paper, the New South Wales police were on standby, ready to help small businesses enforce vaccination requirements on Freedom Day and beyond. So this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about how I find it so ironical that they called Monday Freedom Day and why I think it should not have been called Freedom Day and why it is actually not Freedom Day. Now, if we think just about that little quote that I just mentioned from um, about the New South Wales police, that they're on standby ready to help small businesses enforce vaccination requirements on Freedom Day, um, I just can't believe that I'm seeing the words enforce and requirements and freedom all in the one sentence. Now, you guys all know that I'm a teacher. 
And um, when I was teaching year twos, year threes, which I, I taught for um, quite a few years, one of the exercises that we would do for, for teaching grammar was we would give them um, a bunch of words, like a line of words, and they had to circle the word that didn't belong. So this would teach them things like how to categorize things, but it also taught them critical thinking. Okay. So let me give you an example. So they might have on their page, red, yellow, apple, green. Which one doesn't belong? Well, clearly it's an apple because apple is not a color. Or here's another example, watch, clock, timer, ruler. Well, of course it's ruler because all the others measure time. So let's have a go at that same activity using those words that we found in that sentence I was talking about. So the words are enforce, requirements, and freedom. Now, clearly, it doesn't take rocket science to know that the word that doesn't belong there is freedom. Um, And so it's just crazy to me that we're kind of buying this idea that we're getting freedom when at the same time we're reading about enforced requirements. Now, please hear me again. This is not a vaccination argument. It actually does not matter what you think or what your opinion is. You are allowed to have your opinion and I'm allowed to have my opinion and the person next to us is allowed to have their opinion. Whether you agree or don't agree, it doesn't matter. Whether you've got got it or not got it, that also doesn't matter. It's not a vaccination discussion. It's so much more than that. And I just wish that people would really wake up to this. My question is, does a country or state really have freedom unless that freedom is applied to everybody. Just think about that. If it's not applied to everybody, then is it true freedom? If freedom is really freedom, then it's also not someone else's, like a government, to give or to take away from you. Like freedom's like a birthright. It's not something another human being has the right to take and then make you feel like you should be really happy that you're being given it back. If there is someone in power able to determine who gets the freedom and who doesn't, then actually in reality, nobody in that group of people are free. Here's another thing that I I wonder, does a person have freedom when they have to do something in exchange for that freedom? Like you do this and I will give you that. If you withhold freedom from the select few who chose not to vaccinate, then does that also mean that everyone else who chose to vaccinate actually bought their freedom? And is freedom actually freedom if we have to do something that we really didn't want to do to keep it? And I say that because nearly everyone that I talk to says, you know, I didn't want it, but I didn't want the vaccination, but I wanted to travel. I wanted to see my grandma in in the nursing home. I wanted to keep my job. But what, what do you think? Do you think that Monday was truly Freedom Day for everybody in New South Wales, particularly in the light of the fact that to get it, you had to do something and then, of course, those that didn't do something were um, were not given back their freedoms. Does that mean that everyone in New South Wales is truly free? The irony lies in the name Freedom Day. Because it's been given only with a certain choice, 
And of course, there was only one right way to choose, and it was only applied to a certain group. So let's have a look at what some other people are saying. So I had a look on Channel 9 on um, Instagram. They put up a post yesterday about Freedom Day, and I found the mood on social media really interesting because overwhelmingly people did not like it. And we're talking channel channel nine. So we're talking a mainstream media. We're not talking, you know, a media that only real conservative right wing, whatever people follow. Like this is like mainstream. Overwhelmingly, people did not like the concept of Freedom Day in New South Wales. And I'm talking the vaxxed and the unvaxxed because people are smart enough, I think, to see what is actually happening to our beloved country. So the question that they put up on Instagram was, how will you be celebrating Freedom Day? So they obviously wanted to generate some conversation about, well, what are you going to go and do on your first day of, you know, quotations, freedom? So I scrolled through the comments and I wanted to read a few of them to you so you could kind of get a, a feel for the mood. One person said, well, nothing says freedom like showing proof of a jab to buy a coffee. Great comment. Another one. Freedom with conditions is not freedom. Being told how many people you can have in your home is not freedom. Another comment, have we forgotten we live in a democracy? Another one, not freedom if only some are free, more like discrimination day. I've also heard people call it segregation day instead of freedom day. Uh, Here's another one, freedom day but conditional, thus has to be the biggest paradox ever. Here's another, how can you even call it Freedom Day while discriminating against the non-jabbed? Like, get out of here with this lunacy. And another one, yay, you can have a minor selection of your birthrights back. And on and on and on, there were hundreds and hundreds, over over 800 comments that I would say 98% of them were of that mood. Like this is not Freedom Day. And like I said, it was people, you could tell from the comments that were both vaccinated and unvaccinated. Now, here's another thing that I saw just a couple of days ago. Sam Frost, who most of you probably know who she is. She's an actress. I think she's on Home and Away at the moment. She's known, uh, she she kind of climbed to fame because she was The Bachelor a couple of years ago, or she won The Bachelor. I can't even remember, actually. She was on The Bachelor anyway. Now, a couple of days ago, she put up a four-minute Instagram live, and I actually did listen to it, but she was bullied for it and ended up taking it down and then closing her whole account because she talked about how it was wrong that we were segregating people based on their vaccine status. And she also shared that after discussions with her doctor and her psychologist that she chose not to get vaccinated at this time. Now, she was bullied so badly. People were so outraged, mostly for two things. Firstly, that she wasn't vaccinated. They were outraged at that and bullied her. And secondly, because they she used the word segregation. They couldn't stand. They, they said that she was um, she was full of white privilege for using the word segregation, which is kind of like hypocritical because one of the biggest bullies on the internet that was bullying Sam Frost is another female who used to be a con, um, contestant also on The Bachelor, who's one of the most nasty uh, people that I've seen on the internet. And she's a white girl. So I was like, what? Oh, gee, that's un- okay. Calling her, um, you know, calling her out for so-called white privilege. 
So I want to ask you this question. Is that right that that happened to her? Whether you're vaccinated or not, whether you agree with her or not, is that right that that happened to her? I don't think so because no matter how much I might disagree with someone, I would never bully someone. People get bullied and cancelled because they've made a personal choice that they have the right to make. So this actually all reminds me, years ago, probably 10 years ago, Cameron and I went and did a camp for a youth group um, and it was down kind of like near the near the beach and the meeting was in uh, like a small room, but then our lunch was like outdoors, uh, like in this undercover area. And because we were the guests, um, sometimes they do like a green room, I guess, for guests um, where they can go and have, you know, coffee or whatever in between breaks. But what they did is we went and ate outside with everyone else, but they segregated us by a rope. So because we were these, you know, VIP guests, and so it was like this green green room, I guess, but really in reality, it was just this roped off area where everyone could see us, but, you know, we were the elite. We were allowed in the roped off area. And I remember, I will never forget it because I remember being absolutely mortified. Like I'm not better than anyone else that's here. And I was so embarrassed that we were given this roped off area where, you know, no one else, the peasants of the land could not, could not come, but they could literally see us. And I remember just thinking, I feel so awful. I, I never want people to feel um, that, you know, they can't come and sit with me and chat with me and, you know, to make me unaccessible. But that's exactly what's going on right now. It's like we're looking at society. People are calling it a two-tiered society. It's like we're all kind of in this society and there's this rope and we're now segregated into the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And, and the vaccinated one group is allowed to do all these things and the other ones, well, they're the lepers and the peasants that can't do anything right now. It's, it's just this crazy, you know, I wake up every morning and I'm sure you guys do too, going, what is going on in our country? Because for the first time in Australian history, media and politicians are actually welcoming segregation and discrimination. So I'm really interested that people are going wild at hearing those words, segregation and discrimination. People don't like it when someone like me comes along and says what this is doing, what this Freedom Day is doing is causing segregation and discrimination, and they go wild. And I don't know why they go wild, because as far as I remember, the definitions of those words have not changed. Um, Giving freedoms to one group while withholding it from another that is segregation. That is discrimination. How about we go back to the dictionary and we read the words again? We probably should snapshot them because no doubt Google will probably actually try and change the definition. Let me read it to you. The word segregation means the action or state of setting something or someone apart from others. Just take that in. Let me read it again. The action or state of setting something or someone apart from others. Is that not what is happening? We are setting groups of people apart from one another. We're setting a vaccinated apart from an unvaccinated. What about the word discrimination? It means the unjust or prejudicial treatment of different categories of people. Again, isn't that what's happening right now? We have categorized people. We have got a two-tiered society. We've got the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. 
and they're, they're unjustly being unjustly treated. That's called discrimination. So I don't understand why Sam Frost got shut down for what she said, because she's got the right, number one, to make her own personal choice, which she even, you know, said that she went and spoke to her psychologist and her doctor. If she does not want to get the vaccination, she is completely within her right and nobody, I am disgusted and disgraced with the Australians that bullied her. And then to bully her for the use of the word segregation, she, and this is me just as a teacher, she completely used that word in the right context, according to its meaning. And we find it okay to shut people down? This is not okay. We don't get to change definitions to make ourselves better. We don't get to change definitions so that we can um, fit things into our narrative. Now, there's something here that I want to share with you that I find really interesting. And I've heard this really recently and I want to do a bit more research into it. But it's been suggested that what's actually happening is something called shifting baseline syndrome. Shifting baseline syndrome. So basically, as we experience mandate after mandate, loss of freedom after loss of freedom, we're actually facing this base uh, shifting baseline syndrome. Now, this syndrome changes our idea just through the you know constant exposure, I guess, to these mandates and loss of freedoms. It's changing our idea of a new and acceptable normal. And this is exactly why people like Sam Frost uh, get bullied and have to shut their accounts down because people have begun to change what is normal, what they think is acceptable and normal. So people have begun to think it is normal to bully someone and shut someone down for their own personal medical decision. People have begun to think it's normal and acceptable to lose your job for not getting a vaccine. People have begun to think it's normal um, to lose a freedom as basic as getting your hair cut if you're not vaccinated. People are beginning to think it's completely normal to allow some people out of society on a certain date and keep others locked away. That is not normal. It's what we call a new normal, but there's nothing normal about it. But what happens is over time, we are no longer going to remember what it was like to have the freedoms that we all grew up with. So just remember that word, that little phrase, shifting baseline syndrome. So what once used to be new, it's like the line has shifted. And now, um, sorry, yeah, normal. I should have said the word normal. So what used to be normal used to be a line in the sand and we're shifting that line in the sand and we're starting to accept a whole heap of things that we never would have accepted just a couple of years ago, maybe even one year ago. But I wonder what the price is going to be to our children and our grandchildren, because that means that if, if we're experiencing these lesser freedoms, you wait till it's their turn. What's going to happen in the future? They're not going to have the same choices that we once knew. If we don't stand up for our freedom and everyone's freedom around us, we're failing to honor every single Anzac who fought and lost their lives for our freedom. And you know, whether you believe in the vaccine or whether you don't, I will stand up for your freedom of choice. I will never be nasty to anyone, no matter what their choice is. But can I just say, I've actually been at the receiving end twice in the last couple of months from a family member of mine in, in a horrendous kind of a way. I've literally been, um, 
oh, I can't even think of the of the word for it, but um, someone's been tearing uh, like strips off of me up one side and down the other. And um, I just find that hard to swallow because I would never, 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 ever do that to anybody else. Um, you know, as an Australian, I will always stand up for your freedom to choose. And I would hope that you would stand up for mine because there's certainly someone in my family not standing up for mine right now. Um, as an Australian, I'm not okay um, you know, with people being separated and segregated and only certain groups being allowed freedoms while others are not. And, you know, right now the vaccine, for example, might fall in line with your current beliefs, but a day might come, a day will come when you're told to do something that will not fall in line with your beliefs. So what are you going to do then? And that's why we've got to fight now. So if you've ever listened to my parenting episodes, you actually would have heard me talk a lot about how important it is um, to know your values as a family. So I want to talk about something now that you guys probably did not even realize, and it's based around this whole concept of values. So um, in my parenting podcast, I've always talked about how we must decide intentionally what our top family values are because those values shape who we are as a family. They shape all of the individuals within that family, and they also shape the decisions that you make as parents. And it's important to know what your values are because then your decisions are going to be consistent. Um, in fact, one of the ways to help your kids not rebel in the future is to know your family values, because then, you know, like I said, all of your all of your um, parenting decisions will be consistent and consistent parenting makes for really good kids. Now, let's take that same concept um, and put it in the context of Australia as a whole country. Australia has actually been built on certain values. And I'm not just talking about you know, a loose bunch of ideas that we would all probably say makes up the Australian way of life, right? I'm actually talking about there are formal values, and you can Google these, what are the Australian values? There are actually formal values that have been written into not only Australian policy, but they've actually been made into an official statement Um called the, uh, I think it's called the Australian Values Statement, AVS, I think it's called. And it actually has to be signed by all people that are applying for an Australian visa who want to become citizens. And let me read to you what these values are. Have a listen. These are our formal values. Freedom. Oh, that's number one on the list. Number two, respect. Fairness and equality of opportunity. Freedom, respect, fairness, equality of opportunity. Now, interestingly, back in 2017, our then Prime Minister, Malcolm Turnbull, he announced changes to the Australian citizen test. I don't know if you're aware of that, but to become a citizen, you have to pass a test. And he said that they were going to place a greater emphasis on Australian values. And he also declared, have a listen to this, that politicians standing up for Australian values was what most Australians wish to see. That was only four years ago, guys, 2017. Now, the new measures included a tougher test which would assess new citizens' commitment to our Australian values, as well as, by the way, their attitude to religious freedom and gender equality. Now, Malcolm Turnbull said, and I quote, fundamentally, the values that bind us together are those of respect, the rule of law, commitment to freedom, 
democracy and our citizenship should reflect this. End of quote. Wow, is that what binds us together? Respect and commitment to freedom. Okay, but what are we seeing now? We are not seeing politicians stand up for freedom or respect, and certainly they're not standing up for equality of opportunity. The very thing that has made this country what it is, is literally being turned on its head by our own politicians. What we are seeing are our politicians and the media and a lot of our own citizens promoting freedom for some, respect for some, and equality of opportunity for a select few people. Now, I wonder this, if our politicians were to take this stringent test right now, I wonder if they would pass it. No, pretty much is the answer that we're looking for. No, they would not, because no longer are we bound together by what, you know, Malcolm Turnbull says are our very core values, which are written formally, um, respect, freedom, rule of law, democracy, all of those things that we hold dear. Um, In fact, you can look this up. We actually have a whole document dedicated to our Australian values, and you will find it on the website of the Department of Home Affairs. So we have gone through a lot today. We have spoken about um, what Freedom Day actually is, what's going on there in New South Wales, the mood on social media in response. We have talked about examples of people being bullied and shut down like Sam Frost for oh, having her own choice of freedom. We have talked about um, defining again the word segregation and discrimination. And I would argue that is exactly what's happening right now. Um, then we looked at that, remember, shifting baseline syndrome, um, where we're becoming desensitized to what is now considered normal. And then finally, we finished up before with looking at the formal Australian values that our country was built on. Um, I cannot imagine how it feels to be you guys in New South Wales. I can't imagine how it feels to be a vaccinated person going out and having to show a passport everywhere you go. I heard some young people on Instagram tonight hopped on this live with a really well-known businessman, um, the guy that owns all of Rache's um, like restaurants in Sydney. There's about 30 of them. He is the most beautiful human. Guys, if you want to follow someone good, he owns Rache's and I, his name's Rami, R-A-M-I. I forget his last name. And he hopped on and he said to everyone, hey, jump on, jump on my life and tell me how you went. And um, there was a mix of people that got on. There was a 16-year-old girl who um, she said, I haven't even you know, had the chance being under 16 to get the vaccine and she was denied entry um, to go shopping today. Um, Like in, I can't remember what stores it was, but she was denied entry. I'm like, are you, what, what is this? And even Rami said it, he goes, we're going back in history. We, We didn't, did we not solve anything? And this is exactly, and I've spoken about this before. Um, this is exactly what happened in, in world war two where people were segregated and then other young people hopped on and, you know, some were vaccinated and they just said how ridiculous and how long their day took because they had to stop every two seconds, every time. Like you imagine going through, you know, a Westfield, every new shop they went into, they had to show someone their vaccination passport and they weren't okay with that either. So my heart goes out to them and my heart goes out to them also because how awful must they feel 
walking past homes where people who have chosen for whatever reason not to be vaccinated are still locked up. I would feel sick to my gut. I just, I I think I would walk around crying. I would just feel so awful. And my heart goes out to those people who, for whatever reason, have chosen not to receive the vaccination and they're still locked up. You know, these are complex times. I understand that. And they're dividing times and they're confusing times. And I just want to remind you um, that you have the right and I have the right to do what we feel to be right in our heart. And that's okay if what you feel to be right is different to the person next to you. We need to be kind to others and afford them the respect to do the same. Everyone's just doing what they consider to be best right now. So we need to let people do that, have the freedom to do that. I also think that we need to remember who we are, that we are Australian. And what does that mean? That means that we have each other's back. It means we fight for one another, not against one another. Just remember, we're the Aussie battlers, okay? We believe in a fair go for everyone. And, um, you know, the true Freedom Day will actually be December 1, when all citizens are allowed equal freedoms. True Freedom Day will be when nobody has to lose their job because they chose not to put something in their body that they didn't want. True Freedom Day will be when nobody has to show a piece of paper or a QR code with some medical detail to shop or get their hair cut or eat at a restaurant. And until then, it's actually up to us how we choose to see the world. I choose to walk through this world free because I've made my own decision and I'm happy with that. I make my own path forward, not a government, not some politician, and certainly no chief health officer. I live on my terms, in my way, making my own choices, and I stand up for you being able to do the same. Okay, so I thought for the last few minutes, guys, we've got to finish on something a little bit fun. So I thought I'd finish with a roundup of some fun stuff that we all know just it only happens in Australia and makes us Australian. The weird stuff that makes us who we are. Okay, here's one. Do you guys, have you grown up dancing the nutbush? If you if you do not know what the nutbush is, guys, I, I question if you live in Australia. Surely you know. But did you know that Australia is the only place where we do the nutbush dance? I did not know that. Shock horror. So don't go doing it somewhere in America. They'll just think you're really weird. <laughs> um I love the way that in Australia, we turn everyone's name into some sort of nickname, usually by adding an O on the end of it. You know, Davo, Breno, Jono, Robbo. Um, Here's another one. Did you know? Of course you knew. Australia invented the lamington, right? Even though New Zealand tries to claim it. Nope, it's official. You heard it here. We invented the lamington. And then, of course, there's all the Australian slang and expressions that we just use all the time, but people from other countries find hilarious, like budgie smugglers, which, by the way, do you know that's actually a brand now? Oh, my gosh. I was at the beach the other day, and there was all these guys sitting next to us. I was with my boys, and they all had these, oh, my gosh, like fluorescent budgie smugglers on, and then the word budgie smugglers was all written on there. But I was mortified. Um, so uh, we're known for how you going or how's it going, spelt H-O-W-Z-I-T, how's it going. That's very uh, slang Australian. 
Um, the word spit the dummy. Do you guys use that anymore? I don't know. I used to use that. Um, what's another one? Um, pull your head in. I think that's pretty Australian. She'll be right. Sweet as. I don't know. There's just so many. Apparently can't be bothered. Apparently that's like really Australian. People have to look up what it mean, what it means. So what is, what is, I can't be bothered mean. I don't know. There's just so many fun, fun things. Suss it out. No dramas, no worries. I don't know. Australia is just amazing. I love it. I love Australia and I know you guys do too. So, um, I hope I hope that today we all just have a bit of a think about what's happening and and that you all do your little bit in your corner of the world. So guys, thank you for joining me. Um, make sure you come along to girlnextdoor.podcast. Come and chat with me there. Otherwise, I will see you on Friday for Parenthood. Until then, have a wonderful week. Bye.